Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. I want to welcome you this morning to our, our live broadcast. I'm Pastor Dallas, and uh, we want to welcome you here at City Church. A little bit <clears throat> different today. Uh, all of you that are watching are hundred times more than how many we have here today. So I hope you got the notice that we canceled the end time as far as everybody here today. It looks like nobody's here. Well, there's a few people here. But anyway, so I'm just so thankful uh, our leadership team was able to make it here today and how that we're able to come live to you for God's word. It was a reminder of me <clears throat> this morning when we talked on the phone to our different people on our leadership team. Jesus says he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so we know today that whatever is going on in your life, whatever's happening, <clears throat> whatever's taken place unexpectedly even this last week, I want you to know today God has you through the power of the Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ, for some reason, you've tuned in today, and I hope that God will speak to your heart. Let's pray. Father, Lord, I thank you that we're able to go live today. Lord, I thank you for uh, just so, so much in the day that we live in, we have an anchor of hope, and that is you, Jesus. I don't know what's going on in the hearts of people today that are watching, that are listening, but Jesus, you do. So through your spirit, through your word, uh, speak to us today in Jesus' name, amen. It seems like every few months I'm back on where we're at in this time that we're living in and started another series just a couple weeks ago, such a time as this. And that comes from the Old Testament when Esther was made queen and how that Mordecai, her relative, told her that, you know, God has put you in this place to save God's people. And it was for such a time as this. All of us, for some reason or another, as believers, are living right now such a time as this. Could have been born 100 years ago, could have been born in the future, but right now, Jesus has you and I living in this time. And as we see everything happening, we need discernment. God wants us to know today that we can actually see what is happening. We're going to look at God's Word in 1 John chapter 4. Is the title today is Seeing Spiritually, Seeing Spiritually, not with a natural eye, but seeing in your spirit what is happening today in these last days. 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. God's Word tells us, Beloved, do not believe every spirit. I want you to think about today, the world that we're living in. There's so much of the Bible says godliness, but without Jesus in the middle of it. It's a form of godliness. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits where they are of God, because many false prophets have gone into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist 
which you have heard was coming, and now that same spirit is already in the world. You are not of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because, listen carefully now, he that is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Spiritually today, as we see everything happening, everything going on, it always amazes me how God uh, puts these messages together. You know, how much I try and study uh, hours upon hours to get the message together. Sometimes I'll listen uh, to other preachers. And it never fails me that when I've got most of my message together, it affirms me in God's word that I'll be listening to other preachers and all of a sudden they're using the same verse that I'm using. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it, and it affirms me that, man, I'm right on track where the Lord wants me to be with a message. And so something happened this week, and I, you can look this up if you want to. Uh, I had sent it to many of those in our leadership team on these verses that we're looking at on we have to be so careful on what we see spiritually from church or churches and ministries today. So I'm listening to one um, minister, and he's talking about another very, very large ministry. If you don't know, there's 350,000 churches in the United States. The one church, and I don't I don't want to use the name of the pastor right now, but the one church, probably the fifth largest church in the United States, opened up their worship service last Sunday with a medley of Zed Leppin, or, or uh, what has it been? Led Zeppelin. I knew I got it mixed up. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Led Zeppelin melody, in other words, different songs from Led Zeppelin, Meyer, years ago, the, the hard rock and roll. So I went up and did some more research, thinking, man, that, that just doesn't catch me right. So I did some research and how that, how that they were so, that, that rock group was so involved in worshiping the devil and the occult. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Now, to the average person or Christian who watched, walks in the church, if they're not grounded in the spirit and God's word, what does that do to them when they listen to that? Hey, brings it back, right? All the time, where you were when you heard that song, what you were doing when you heard that song. Most of the time, it wasn't something spiritually. It was of the flesh. The spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. Where does that have any place in God's house? And the people in that church took like, hey, that was great. We opened the service up with this one amazing rock and roll song. The band, to their credit, did an incredible job. But that's no place. God's house, and we listen to music of the world. What's happened? The world is slowly, slowly, slowly crept in to the church. And I'm reminded of that verse that says, when we're friends with the world, we become enemies with God. Be careful. Be careful what is going on. Because what we're seeing in this world today, we're seeing the world come into the church 
God's Word says we as believers are supposed to go to the world, and yet we now see the world coming into the church. Be careful what you're seeing and hearing. How do we do that? Well, we test the Spirit. We go against that, that we know that's not of the Lord. That's not of God's Word. How do we know that? We look in His Word, and we see what is true and what isn't. Take it into your life, what you and I do through the week or what is happening in our life. How do we make those decisions of what is right and wrong? We have to test the spirit. We have to see with our spiritual eyes, which is our heart, which the Holy Spirit says, don't go there, don't do that, be careful. Are we doing that? in our everyday spiritual life? Or are we doing what God's Word says that if we're not careful, what do you mean? Let's let's add on that. Well, the Bible tells us in the book of Daniel about these last days. What will happen? What will take place? That is confusing to all of us because the Bible tells us God's Word that, that Satan will come as the angel of light and he will bring those with him that are false apostles as angels of light. In other words, they're gonna try and mimic Jesus, but just the form of godliness. It's not going to help you, but what will help you is the power of God's Word. Why are we so confused today? Well, give an example in Daniel chapter 12 and verse 4. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Here's one of the keys to what we're living in today, these last days. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. You know what I just gave the example a few few minutes ago. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. I I can't quite put my uh, fingers and touch it, but it doesn't seem like time is just speeding up. I can't get a grasp on it, but it's speeding up. And to know that, oh, I'm just so busy. Oh, if they're doing this or they're doing that. You know what? That, that's, I, I'm not going to be caught up in that. You know what? I just need to do whatever I'm doing. And that's why we have let things come into our personal life and to the church. Because we're going about life. We're so busy. We're so caught up with everything. Going, oh, that's all right. Let them do whatever they're going to do. I just, you know, I'm going to go on with my life. And we've got to be careful because that same Spirit, if you're not careful, will take you down the wrong path. I'll never forget, I'm listening to a professional baseball player, and he was being interviewed, uh, ESPN or something, and, and uh, he, was, he was asked if, uh, if he'd ever been to the Playboy Mansion. He says, oh, yeah, yeah, several times I, I've been asked the Playboy Mansion. And he says, well, what happened? He says, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't go. Well, he said, what do you mean? And they're all laughing. What do, you, what do you mean he didn't go? He said, I know if I'd have walked in the door, that was it for me. Now, what about you and what about me? Do you have the lights flashing enough from God's word and in your life to where in these last days where everything's happening so fast that you can't keep up with? Ah, it's all right. It's no big deal. Everybody else is doing it, you know. Oh, this is what's happening in the world. Well, you know, it used to be here, but now it's here. You know, it's, it's just not that big a deal. And then destruction comes in our life. Jesus came to give life and to give it more abundantly. How do we have that? Because the devil comes to our life to steal, to kill, and to destroy. 
And the best way that he can come at you or me is through watered down churches. Please be careful. Please know what you're seeing with your spiritual eyes. So what does that do when we're we're seeing something uh, spiritually? It helps you and I in this world that's so sped up, this is so important, because maybe last week or the week before, you heard something in your life that was unexpected. Whatever that may be, right now you might be thinking about it. Something unexpected happened. And the way that we deal with that, this spirit, the Holy Spirit that we have in our life is always churning, is always working, is always powerful. And it's no surprise because Jesus tells us the hope that we have in this world is Christ in you, Jesus in you and me, the hope of glory. So when something happens unexpectedly and we can see spiritually, we know that we're going to be okay. Do you know that young people today, seven out of ten teenagers today have a high or elevated blood pressure? Let me say that again. Seven out of ten teenagers today have either high or elevated blood pressure. Why is that? Everything's going so fast They don't have a foundation to help them with all the things they see on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and all the things, and everybody's beautiful and wonderful. That's just not life. But things are going so fast around them, they can't keep up, and they're frustrated, and they're discouraged. And Jesus says, which are so important if you're listening as a mom or dad today, to keep them in God's word and to know that is their foundation. That's where they make decisions. And everything that is happening so fast, run to and fro, life's unexpected, all these different things. Be ready. The way that you're ready with the unexpected, Holy Spirit's already working in your life. You can see spiritually into this world. And when you see spiritually, whether it's expected or unexpected, you're always going to win. We read that verse we began with today. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Let's look at a couple more verses and we'll, we'll close today. Also tells us in these last days, now the spirit in, in I'm sorry, I want to read 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now the spirit expressly says that in the latter times, the day we're living in right now, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. In other words, the devil's greatest tool has come through the church. That same church of what I shared with you at the beginning today also said about a year ago that the, the pastor said, you know, we, we just kind of need to unhitch ourselves from the Old Testament. Last time I checked, the Old Testament was, was the New Testament. The Old Testament points to Jesus Christ. Why am I saying this today? It's called doctrine. Why am I talking about this today? Just to go back to even the teenagers because we need foundation in our life that we can go to. It gives us answers spiritually for everything that's happening so fast that's unexpected in this world. Something will happen this week 
that you're not ready for. Jesus says, I've given you hope. No matter what you hear, no matter what you're going through, I'm there with you. There's a word I want you to know today. It's called deconstructionism. You're hearing this by a lot of people today. They're coming out, whether it's in Hollywood or, or Christian uh, artists or, or even some pastors or some theologians that have written books that uh, they're deconstructing their faith and now they're going to start over again on what they believe. What happened? What's that saying? That all of us, we can take what we want, pick and choose from God's word to make it work for us. God's saying that's not the way it works. The way it works is it begins with the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. From there, we know his word and he guides us in this life. It's not that complicated. When you and I get in the way, we complicate it. Know that Jesus made it in such a way that there's a rhythm of grace that you and I can live in no matter what happens in our life, no matter what is going on. We see young people today with sexuality and all the different things they are going to are more confused than ever. If they see somebody loves them, puts their arm around them, and shows them God's truth, God has a plan for your life. He created it in God's image. There's a man and there's a woman, and this is the way God's plan is for. No wonder seven out of ten teenagers have an elevated blood pressure in their life because they don't have the answers for what they're going through. They need that foundation. Let me close with this last verse when it comes to seeing spiritually today's world and what we're living in. We go to 1 Corinthians, I think I want to turn to, is the last verse today. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. I want to give you hope today. I want you to know as we see everything going so fast, which it will, and it will speed up even more, that we can't keep up. Knowledge from what we understand in our world used to take 100 years to double every day in our society knowledge in our world, it doubles and increases in one day. What used to take a year takes one day. We can't keep up. But if you look to Jesus, he'll have you living in such a rhythm of grace when the unexpected comes that you can see spiritually, you're ready for it because you know whatever's going to happen, Jesus is in control. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. Eye has not seen nor near ear heard. It's amazing. It's talking about our, our physical eye, what we see in this world. And Jesus takes us to the spiritual. He's saying, don't look at what your circumstances are. What he's saying? He's saying, eye has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. You know, as long as you know and as long as you can see Jesus, 
in your life, as long as you can see him and know in your spirit that the hope of glory lies within me through his spirit, Jesus Christ in me through the power of the Holy Spirit, no matter what is going on in your life, don't look at what you see. Don't look at what you hear. How many young people today talk about someone in high school and in college, and they refer to that, and they said, whether it was Susie or Johnny, and they said, you know what? You'll never accomplish. You'll never be able to do that. And they quote that when they're successful because they talk about how that was so impacted their life that it could have destroyed them, but they didn't listen to what that person said. Don't listen to what the world is telling you. Don't see your circumstances. I'll never forget when I was being evicted out of an apartment eight, seven or <clears throat> years ago or so. And I had to check, okay, where am I with the Lord? Am, am I with the Lord when it comes to what I need in this life? Am I with Jesus for what I need to help me in this life? And you know what? Jesus is there. He's with you. When I was at that place and I was going to be evicted and I didn't know what was going to happen and I didn't know what was going to take place, I was able to look and see what Jesus was already doing. I said, Lord, I, I don't have anything at this point, but I know you love me. I know you have a plan, and I can't look in my circumstances, I have to see you. That's what I want you to do today. No matter what has happened in your life, just the same as years ago, eviction notice, I was gone, I was out, and all of a sudden, one thing led to another, and I was in a townhouse. I was able to purchase that townhouse. God watched over me again and again and again. Why? Not because of me, because I chose to see Jesus in the midst of the craziness of my life, to know that I was still going to follow his path. Jesus is the light to your path. And when you see him, you can see in the spiritual world. And I want you to know today that he says in his word that he will give you a future and a hope. That's who Jesus Christ is. So as I close today and all this that we're living in, everything's going so fast. Our young people are so confused. We don't know what's going to take place next in our world. You don't know what you might hear this week. But if you believe God's word and you believe the truth of it, Jesus said, I came to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. All you have to do is to follow him. You say, Dallas, how do I do that? I, I, I don't know. And I know there's so many people watching today that all you have to do is pray and believe. You say, what, what is that? What are you telling me? I say, do you believe that Jesus died on the cross for you? Do you believe that he rose from the grave for you? God's word tells us, son, in his word, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall we say, let me say that again, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
What is that? It's a prayer. So I want you to pray with me. I want you to pray that God has been speaking to you today and, and you want what I've taught. You want to be able to see Jesus. You want to be able to know that you have hope in this life, in this crazy world that we live in today. All you have to do is pray this prayer right now. Jesus, I believe that you're God's son and that you came into this world and that you died on the cross and shed your perfect blood for me. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to be my Lord and Savior. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, as we close today, it made me think of last year how that we couldn't meet for quite some time because of the virus and everything that was going on. But I, it just reminded me how easy we forget. And I was driving here today and knowing that we had to shut the services down today, just knowing that Jesus, thank you, thank you that we can meet again freely and openly worship you. I hope we'll always be able to say that until Jesus comes back to take us into heaven. Let's close in prayer today like we always do in our services. Father, we thank you today. We thank you, Jesus, that we worship you. We see you spiritually. We know the unexpected is out there, but we know that you're our heavenly Father. And Jesus, you have a future and that you have a hope for us. May we not look at our circumstance. Lord, if there's someone out there that, that has cancer or that's, that's searching, that's going through a bad divorce or whatever it might be, Lord, or a young person that's so, so down and they don't know who to talk to, Jesus, may they see you. You will love them, you will guide them, and you will give them that life that which we call the abundant life. Thank you, Jesus for such a time as this that we're living in. And Lord, you give us your word to guide us. It is a lamp that we can see and a light to our path. In Jesus' name. And God's people said, amen and amen. Thanks for being with us today and all you that are watching. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. 
and you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.